Welcome to Layout, a weekly podcast about design, technology, and everything else. Our main topic for this week, how to make sure what you ship is not a crappier version of what you envisioned. Hey, Kevin, uh, tell me something. Uh, has this ever happened to you? So you are planning a new feature release or whatever, a new redesign, a new something. And and then um, like you go through all the design, you make the like you envision what you're going to ship and then you start doing it and then you start, you know, implementing it and then stakeholders and then uh, sign deadlines and stuff and then what you actually ended up shipping is definitely not as good um as what you you know had in mind what you envisioned and not only that like that i, th I feel like it's super you know common is to be expected uh that's life but here's the here's the feeling that i get afterwards that it's kind of bugging me um like after you ship something like you look at your product you look at what you're doing um and like you know better than anyone all the flaws that your work has. And you're like, maybe sometimes someone comes up to you and says, hey, man, uh, what you did is awesome. I love your work. Uh, you're like, no, 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 no. What you see is actually like super bad and crappy. Uh, like we are working on, you know, ways to improve this. Or like I know that's super awful, but, you know, We are aware, or maybe we couldn't do that because of reasons that I can't really disclose. Like this feeling that what is out there, what is public, what people can see that you've been working on, like it's crap compared to, you know, <laughs> what you know it can be. Um, and I feel like this. Yeah, I feel that 100% of the time with everything <laughs> that I do. <laughs> this is so frustrating. Um, and, and it, it made me, because I've been feeling this like forever now, but actually I feel like it was that feeling that made me want to go and work at a product company. Because that way, like before I was independent, um, and before that I was like an, uh, at a, an agency and like, I miss having that, that time and space to keep iterating on your products on what you're building and designing right that was very appealing to me and that was something that i missed in the agency world because you know clients pay you to ship an mvp and then you're out um and when you're independent like you can't afford to be working on something for like super long time because you need money uh so you need to ship 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 um and that is kind of true with <laughs> a product company as well but like i think that's that feeling was the reason why i pursued product company um as a place for me to work at um but, the, but ever since like, then did this bear out like this like having been to either like doing your own things or like working at another company and now like joining an actual product company have you found that it's easier as part of a product company in in actuality not really like the easiest <laughs> meaning the <laughs> The situation where I felt the least, like I felt this feeling the least, was when I was independent. Because I, like, if I had something that was really bugging me, or like I need, I I wanted to fix, I would just do it, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and like I had no stakeholders or no like priorities, whatever. Like I decided I was my own boss. I, you know, whatever. Um, but now, like now, it's where I feel it the most. Uh, and maybe like at at agencies when you're like we're dealing with a project for like a month, two tops, um, and then the project is out and you feel this, like, ah, oh, man, this, like, this could be so much better. And we had to cut corners here and there because of the client or because of the whatever or the budget. Uh, like I knew, I know that this could be so much better and I kind of wanted to make it better. But, you know, then a new project comes in and like you kind of forget about it, right? Mm. Um, now I'm working on this product, Netlify, that is, for more than a year now, which is also, I think, my record for the longest I've been at a company. Um, and so, like, I, I feel this the most because I've been so, like, for so long working on this uh, 
And I mean, granted, I've been iterating on it, and there's some things that I, you know, <laughs> uh, I was able to to improve. But still, even when I improve, I, I iterate on it. Like it could even be better. Like you know, it's not it's not like done. Uh, like I'm done with it. It's perfect. Move on. Like that, <laughs> you will never get there, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, like, if I have to think of, like, why does this happen, it has to be a combination of two things. One is kind of the usual frustration with working with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, it's the the fact that by the time I ship something, I'm already, I've already moved on to thinking of what's going to be next. Yes. So I already feel like whatever we put out is outdated and doesn't match what I'm either able to produce or what I think is like the best uh, version of the product. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And a lot of times like you have to like ship a lesser version of something because reasons, you know, you have to hit that deadline. You have to you know move on to something else you have to like put it on hold but what you have is kind of you know good and better enough than what what you have so ship it um so i i feel like that's even more devastating like (laughs) you're building and designing for x but then you have to cut corners you have to shave stuff out for release and then you do ship it like it's funny because you know when you do ship something the whole team is excited and you know we have like some press releases sometimes and like blog posts and we tweet about the new features and what we shipped and it's awesome but it's like is it awesome um like for people outside it is like it's amazing you know you ship something that is great and looks awesome and you know it's it's amazing but but for you is it awesome like i can't feel that joy and accomplishment uh because i do know that is a lesser version of what we can and probably will do, right? <laughs> I think that's where the real problem lies, to be honest. Like, you have to find a way to be happy putting out something that is maybe not 100% where you'd like it to be, but it is close enough that, like, my way of kind of reconciling this is am I making things better? for my users today and like can i have like is it better to have this experience from now till the point that i ship whatever update that i'm thinking about or like whatever my ideal vision is or is it better to have nothing and then just ship the real thing at the end the final vision uh Mm -hmm. and most of the time like the current thing that i'm shipping today is way better than maybe shipping another thing six months down the road. And I do agree. And that's what makes me think that not shipping something as like your ideal version is more of a feature than a bug, <laughs> right? Like mm. it's what enables you to get stuff done because otherwise let's, let's face it. Like I'll never be hundred percent happy about anything. <laughs> um, so it's never like, it's not even possible for me to be 100% happy about it about anything. So I totally agree. But I like I I 100% like I'm all for shipping. Like when you get to a point where it's better than what we have, you know, ship it. Like you're making something better. Um I'm not like really arguing against shipping early or late. Um I am just trying to understand this feeling for myself mm-hmm. that I I will never be totally happy and ecstatic and enthusiastic about what we ship because we never ship the best version of something. <laughs> <laughs> like this conversation has no solution or, you know, or like end to that matter. Uh, hey, but we need to ship this conversation. <laughs> hey, um, but it's like, how can we alleviate this? Um, I've, I've been trying to think about this. Like on one end, um, like the obvious one is, you know, try to create a better um, process inside your team, inside your company, to like realistically estimate 
you know what what you can do like you know what can be done with the budget and the team and the you know and the deadlines um and so that way you can design for that right right so you don't have like if everything goes well you don't have to cut stuff out or like cut corners or whatever so in that i feel like that can help you to like not be as surprised or like you know as frustrated to ship something because you know you've been designing for that um but I've, i don't know like is that something that we people should do I yeah don't... i mean i don't know i'm kind of conflicted about this because i f i feel like part of any design process is to think holistically about something that is bigger than just the one thing you're designing for. So like, mm -hmm. for example, if we're designing a workflow for merchants at Shopify, we're not just going to think about, okay, what's like, what's the interface, the interface of the admin where they're going to manage their gift card or whatever. Right? Like we're not just thinking about that. We're like trying to think about the, their entire workflow. Like how are they get, interacting with, with consumers um like do they ship those gift those gift cards are they digital uh say you're a person like how like and you receive a gift card like how should that experience feel like and truth be told we don't have control over many of these experiences but that allows us as a team to have kind of this broad focus and to see like maybe there is something we can do about something that's completely outside the Shopify interface. And if we hadn't explored that, we wouldn't know about it. Uh, but ultimately, at the end of the day, there's there's always these like technical requirements, these time requirements, these uh, resourcing or kind of dependencies that mm -hmm. certain ideas or projects have that you have to use as, as part of like, these are just fixed constraints that you cannot move. And mm -hmm. I agree with you. Like sometimes uh, these constraints are only revealed to you at the end. And that really sucks. Because um, mm -hmm. then it feels like your solution is really compromised. But the ideal spot, in my opinion, is like after you've done your like broad exploration and your research on uh, the topic at large, then like sit down with your engineer, sit down with like, all your stakeholders and really truly understand like okay we know we talked about the, all this like amazing vision and everything we could do now like hit me with everything that is going to make this not possible and then kind of use that as a starting point to build your design but like you like even that only sort of prevents so much like can only prevent so much like at the end of the day you're always gonna have issues with like maybe the spacing on like the button or something isn't quite mm -hmm. where you'd like it to be or um i don't know like putting it all like the pieces together of your like design system like sometimes can lead to like weird cases that you hadn't thought about or And I don't know that there really is a way to avoid these things, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's no solution, but I uh, I do agree. And uh, maybe that this my situation is aggravated by the fact that, you know, I work for a startup and, you know, the, the, the pace that, as, uh, that we move is, you know, fr frantic and uh, chaotic sometimes. Uh, which I enjoy. It has a lot of things going for it, but yeah, it's hard to like. Like I don't have like a month to work on some something like a new feature design, you know, at all. Like that's not a thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and, and I mean, as we grow, we're starting to get you know put processes in place, and and you know as as the design team grows as well. Um, but like that's not a thing at like right now at right. this moment. Um, so I guess that doesn't help <laughs> as well. <laughs> uh, but yeah, do you think this is a thing that a lot of people think, uh, a lot of people feel? I mean, oh yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, it's because I, I we haven't really touched on it 
too too much but like i think where most people feel that is they're going to create their design and then they're they're going to hand it off to an ios engineer or to a like front-end developer and then they're going to mm-hmm. get back the results and they're going to be like hell no that's not <laughs> what i designed um and so i think that happens a lot and like it's hard to talk to designers and tell them what they can do in that situation. Cause let's face mm-hmm. it. Most of the time they don't have much control over that. It's, it's more yeah. of a like organization problem and, and telling a designer, well, if you want to avoid this, just redesign your entire org structure <laughs> <laughs> to value collaboration. Um, <laughs> or, or basically like, hire people that are better (laughs) uh which is also like not an easy (laughs) task right um yeah that's true or even like freelancers then you know it's you know out of your reach you you, there's nothing you can do so but i'm more interested in like the cases where maybe you work with a client or you work with a ceo directly and in like we were talking about that last week about like you're getting feedback directly from them and sometimes it can be really hard to push back um and and kind of stand your ground and Mm -hmm. so i'm much more interested in in seeing like okay what are some of the things that you can do so that like your design isn't so compromised at the end of this like whole review cycle that there's basically like no soul to it that it's it's Mm -hmm. been so watered down that it's it's become like bad design um because i think we probably have more of an influence on that um like one of the things that that's happened for me in in my career like when i was doing freelance is is basically that right like i like i kind of wanted to please client a lot at first uh and that led to terrible designs (laughs) which i hated and i was like i I would never want to show anybody that i did this um and at a certain point i kind of made a decision um, that I would not do work that I wouldn't want to put in my portfolio. And that's a really privileged position in a way. Uh, mm-hmm. but it was also way f- like I told myself that I wouldn't do anything that I wouldn't put in my portfolio. So that forced me that to, that if I really cared about something that I needed to fight for it and that I needed to like back up my decisions by research to that I needed to talk to users and really understand them really well so that I could articulate to any stakeholders like why that mattered. Um, but it's, it's definitely a tricky thing because even what I think is good today is going to be very different tomorrow, maybe. Right. Uh, like as I'm getting, becoming a better designer, I'm also changing my mind on on what is good, right? Um, and and what is yeah, it? Yeah, that, that's that's just that's healthy, know, right? How things are, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, but I'd be scared if I if like two years down the road, I I looked at something that I made, and I was like, yeah, this is awesome, like this is the best thing ever, right? That'd be a problem. Yeah, it means you didn't really grow in a way. Yeah, but okay, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I have. I'm interested in the fact that because you recently changed from being an IC, um, an individual contributor, like designing and selling sketch to, to being a manager, to now manage a team. Um, has that changed the the sense of ownership of what you ship? Hey, um, <laughs> meaning <laughs> like, you know, if you work on, on this new feature or whatever and you ship it, like... It wasn't you, you know, drawing rectangles in Sketch. Like you manage a team. Right. Um, uh, like, does that has had any change in the way you perceive this as being your work, as from before, or not really? Like, has it amplified even? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm actually curious because I've never been in that place. Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I mean. <laughs> 
is kind of a weird feeling that I have about this. I, I feel uh, an incredible responsibility and kind of ownership of what we do. But like I didn't do the work uh, and I may be less invested in the solution. So maybe the best way to, to phrase it is mm. like I I'm own the problem and then the designers kind of own the solution. And, and what I care about is like, can we get the problem solved in the best way possible? And I'm like, however we get there is not my job and not my responsibility. Um, so it's, it kind of creates a, like a, an interesting um, dynamic, right? Because uh, mm. I basically I really care about producing high quality work, uh, and I am in a position where I can influence and create an environment where good work gets through to the end, <laughs> basically like and gets shipped. Right. Um, and so I've I've actually been in a lot of conversations and a lot of discussions where um, I'm actually fighting on behalf of like my designers on the team for why like a certain like design idea or a certain flow is actually worth the effort. But I've also seen myself on the other side of, of telling a designer, look, we can keep redesigning this over and over, but this is just not adding value and we're not having more impact. So we need to let go. Uh, mm -hmm. And so it's, I like it's it's hard, right? Like it's hard being that that arbiter, and I like <laughs> I probably don't strike the balance every time, um, but like I I feel like I'm doing my job if I can help like create that environment where like great work can happen and. Uh, that like that we avoid this kind of design by committee <laughs> that tends to happen the bigger your organization gets, mm -hmm. uh, and I think we've largely been able to avoid that at Shopify. Um, it's like, like sure we're a lot bigger than than smaller startups and other companies I've been at before, uh, but we still have that like one of our core values is, is getting shit done, right? Like that it, it it literally says get shit done, um, and so the speed of iteration is actually really important for us. Um, mm -hmm. But like the way we look at things is like what is the smallest thing that we can ship now. Um, and 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 basically rather than limiting the quality of the work that we're going to be putting out we're trying to limit the scope and that's not like a new thing to shopify like i think a lot of teams are sort of coming to this realization um but we also have like the luxury of being able to always go back and change something mm -hmm. a year later down the road and and so I feel like that's why I'm personally not I'm not like searching for timelessness. Did I say this right? Timelessness? Timelessness. <laughs> uh, in in design. Cause I almost feel like that's a futile pursuit. Cause they're not like But but here all right, let me let me just try to rephrase this in a way. Like ask you in a different way. All right. Um Let's say, like, you used to, I'm, I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not sure exactly what team or project you're on, but I know you used to work at, uh, at Checkout, right? Yeah. The, the Checkout experience at Shopify. And you design, like, the forms in itself, right? You design yeah. the UI. Um, when you shipped the new Checkout, you felt that that was your work. That new Checkout yeah. was your work. Yeah. Now, if you lead a team and you're redesigning the Checkout or whatever, Uh, when you ship it, do you feel that that was your work? Like that new checkout is your work? Well, it's so tricky. Like I don't know how to answer that question because I basically I feel like whereas before my work was just like the checkout experience, now my mm. work is all of Shopify. Mm. That's fair enough. 
I feel like all of it is my responsibility. So if we ship something that sucks, like I feel like I had somehow like I have to do something about it. Right. And I like I can go out and give feedback. I can like try to influence our process as a design team. I can influence um, how we prioritize ties things it's kind of weird right because I, I feel like my maybe my focus is less intense on one specific project but as actually broaden to encompass more things so and hopefully that gives me a better perspective and i'm less attached to specific solutions or like specific specific designs or or something like that uh but i still like i'm having conversations like on a daily basis with my team members and I really like understand their design process and I like really want them and their work to, to be out there and to be the best version of it possible. Um, so whenever we ship something, I'm super happy for them and I'm super happy to have in some very small, like impossible to measure way, maybe have helped a bit. But it's I like I've let go of this I, of this need for like for me to actually say I have made this like I have made all the pixels here I have like written all the front end code I've like forget, forgotten about that and I've I've like moved on to be like okay not having all the credit have like be okay giving all the t- the team of people who actually worked on this the credit and like deep down inside of me, I know that I maybe helped nudge one or two things that maybe like made this better. Um, and it's fine. Uh, but I feel like we're sort of getting in a whole different direction here. Yeah. This um, is a whole new topic. It's <laughs> <laughs> a topic for um, another, another episode. Maybe, maybe. Um, uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, I just, uh, I really want to bring this up because I, uh, like I, in, on one way I feel that, um, the work that I'm putting out is the best work I've done uh, in my career. At the same time, uh, like I'm never happy with it, which is annoying. Um, yeah. Like sometimes when I can like distance myself from the work a little bit, maybe I've been working, I've been, you know, so focused on this other problem that when I look back at whatever I did, I was like, huh, yeah, oh, that's nice. Uh, <laughs> but th- th- those moments are very rare. Um, usually I'm just like, oh, because I know exactly where every single fault you know yeah i guess i guess one thing um that that's been interesting for me um which sort of relates to your previous question uh is so i've been at shopify for a while right i've been there Mm -hmm. for over four years um yeah (laughs) uh and that means so i worked on the checkout experience and we have a team working on checkout right now still um and and that means that we have a lot of new people who just like join the team and like are expected to work on new features improvements and, and so on and so forth and i often hear from people that are like oh like we made sure to like follow this pattern exactly or we made sure that like we followed what like we'd seen elsewhere on the checkout i'm like that's interesting like do you think this is the best the best pattern to use here like no but that's what it was so i'm assuming that this this like was like really well tested and really well thought out and i'm often am the person who's like no, like you should explore better ways to do this. Like it's not because something has been done a certain way that this is the only way it could ever be done and that like that people before you knew everything, right? Because mm-hmm. um, truth is most of the time we didn't. And as we're growing and as we're learning more things, our our process is actually getting better. Um, and mm-hmm. and I, I hope that we're just producing a better outcome as a team so i'm actually like giving people permission like no 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 like question the status quo like this is what i actually want you to do rather than just like trust that whatever is there is just whatever fine (laughs) interesting all right um i think i'm done with this topic Uh, i'd say like basically if i have to say some one thing i'd say Mm -hmm. you should feel good about the work that you're doing because i've see the work that you put out whenever you tweet it and i like created a netlify account 
and it's really good work like it oh, really is thank you it might not be like what you envisioned at first or it might not be mm. um what it's gonna be six months down the road but it's solid it's like definitely crosses that threshold of being good work in my opinion um thanks man and so like you should think about that right like when you release something and you don't actually f feel that proud of it or or like don't feel like it's it lives up to what you could do just think of all the people who are actually using it for the first time and are, are really glad that this new feature is here or are really happy about like this little animation that you like you added that that makes it more playful right um so yeah like do take that time to recognize <laughs> the stuff that you're doing it's important and we all kind of need that thank you i didn't know you were creating the icon yeah i i don't have much on it i i tested like one of the cool features which is like you can basically just drop a zip file like mm -hmm. on the drag and drop interface and right. it just basically creates a website for you <laughs> automatically which uh -huh. i found really neat for just like playing with yeah. it i think i think it also plays a big part that i am like for the most part Uh, like the only product designer, so like design the whole product, which is amazing. Like it's it's an established product. Like I would I didn't got it. Like the product existed when I joined. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I feel oh, like spread it thin since right. I joined. Like I need to do this whole thing, especially with the redesign project. Redesign all the thing. <laughs> um, and so and because startup and because I have moved fast, like I feel I never really focused on one specific thing. I would focus like at, at the 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 big vision of it all at the mm -hmm. same time. Um, so I guess like once you work, like once you're a part of a bigger team and you can focus, you know, more on a certain page, a certain feature, a certain aspect of the, 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 the product, maybe it helps. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it doesn't <laughs> help. Maybe it's the opposite. I don't, I actually don't know. <laughs> um, but Hey man, I appreciate your, your words. Um, thank you. And for our listeners that are listening to this, um, I would love to know if you also feel this. And if you do, um, I would love to, to like to hear more like your situation. Are you at a product company or not? Like, are you part of a big team or a small team? Or like, why? Like, I, I need more data. <laughs> I need more, more, <laughs> more input on this to like to try to get to a, you know, to a thesis, to something, to a theory. Um, so I would love for everyone that's listening to this to chime in. Uh, probably the best the best place to do that is to go to spectrum.chat slash specfm slash layout or follow the links in the show notes. Um, and there's a new thread for this episode. Uh, and yeah, chime in there. Uh, we're there. We get notifications. Uh, and <laughs> one of us gets notifications. <laughs> I Hear get notifications. That, Brian? Yeah. yeah, Brian. Or Brian. Hey, Brian. Ryan, can you check Kevin's notifications, please? Thank you. Um, we'll get that figured out. So, yeah, this was a great, uh, interesting topic. Thanks. I, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this. Yeah, no, this, this was good. All right. We have a bunch of, like, are we, are we actually calling them side dishes? I don't know like, if you're calling it side dishes. I kind of like it because it's like the main topic is the, like the entree or like the the main dish. Which, hey, by the way, I have a beef with the entree. <laughs> no, but like <laughs> I have, uh, I have some pickles. Oh man, like everything's food related. <laughs> uh, I have issues with the word entree that you know in English or just American. I don't know. You call the main dish the entree. Right? That's the entree. Um, but entree means like the entrance, like the first, it's like the, you know, what, what do you call it? Like the appetizers, like the, yeah. the smaller dishes to, yeah. you know, to, to start the meal. And, um, and that's like, that's how it's called in French. Yeah. Like the entree, entree is, entree. yeah. Is the yeah. I, I think it's, it is a, like, they just took the French word. Um, but they like in English, you use the entree means the main dish, you know, the 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 last dish, you know, before dessert. 
So it's totally opposite. Like you're using the 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 word wrong. That's not an entree. The entree are the appetizers. Anyway, hear that, Americans? <laughs> yeah, Americans or English. I don't know if this is all a, also yeah, a British thing. Sure. Anyway, so in this. in our show notes, um, in this new revamped uh, layout <laughs> format. <Revamped>. Uh, <laughs> The, it's the new layout of this show. Um, we oh man, I missed the bell. Did you hear that? Sorry. Um, so we do have the main dish, uh, the main topic, and then in the show notes, I just typed side dishes for the smaller topics after the main topic. Should should um, we call our upside down um, the dishwasher? <laughs> or dessert? <laughs> or dessert? I don't know. Like, wouldn't recommendations be the dessert? That's true. That's true. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. So. Let's, let's call it, I don't know. Let's call it side dishes uh, pff, until we get bored. All right. Get tired of it. Bring us so back. So for side dishes, um, uh, we have a couple of things that I want to touch. So one is last week. There was the, um, last week or this week? I don't know. It was last week. Uh, okay. Yeah. That, last week. Uh, Thursday, I believe. Um, there was a Google's uh, event keynote uh, thing. In where they announced a, a whole bunch of products, and I watched the keynote. I watched the reviews of all the products uh, for people that are not aware of what happened. Um, Google announced a whole new line of hardware devices. Uh, they announced the new phones. It's a Google Pixel Two, to be expected. They also announced a Google Home Mini, which is like Google Home but like a smaller version, like the Echo Dot version. Um, and then like Google home max, which is like a big speaker, like a big, like a home pod almost. And then a pixel book. So like they're going to computers, uh, home, like cylinders thing. Then that's a camera. I think that's a bunch of shit. Um, uh, a camera called clips, which is not to be confused with Apple's app clips. Yeah. That totally Um, looks like the camera in the circle. (laughs) I never watched the circle. Is that the Emma Watson yeah. Tom Hanks movie? Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't watch it. I heard bad things. Yeah, um, it's not the best movie. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense when you think about it. Um, mm-hmm. I still think it's worth watching. Um, the, okay. Like the first, <laughs> it's not a recommendation. Spoilers. Well, yeah. The, well, but the f- the first part is pretty interesting, <laughs> um, okay. especially if you work in a startup. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, it's like it's like a ref- uh, like a spin on apple or google like a big tech company facebook hmm. but yeah facebook. um what else uh some airbuds like uh airpods things but they still have a wire anyway uh, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna talk about the devices itself um i just want to talk to you about the whole um uh, the whole line of hardware and the whole like industrial design and um like this new look of the google hardware family you know how even when apple gets all like the devices in the same slide yep you know see the whole family all the different macs and iphones and whatever um so here uh we're gonna put links in the show notes but like you can see all the devices and they're so harmonious like they they share a very um a very clean um like design aesthetic uh, which I I've come to really enjoy. Like I, the only thing that I, I want to say about this hardware is that first, like Google is still new at hardware stuff, and I feel like where they shine is at software for sure. Like every like machine learning and like AI, uh, they're the best, no doubt about it. Um, and when it comes to OS's like Android it's very solid, very clean. I think they really like it's a very good OS. Uh, and hardware designs like hardware they look great, but it, they can manufacture it, you know, uh, in quantities like f- for example, I can't buy any of these devices here in my country. Um I can't like I would really like to have um I don't know that it's about manufacturing. Mini. Like I don't It's just they don't have the capacity. Or even like the retail space. Yeah, yeah. I think it's more that like their efforts are very small, and they haven't expanded like the budget to basically like have actual like marketing in all these countries, have like distribution channels and all of that. Mm-hmm. So I more or less think that it's because they 
don't want to. <laughs> well, they, I guess like marketing and channels, they have Google.com. I feel you know, like, like they, they're the homepage see. of the internet. <laughs> right. But like, I think I can go in today and buy a Pixel. I just buy it. <laughs> and You can. You should. No. I can't. Why would I do that? Because uh, it looks great. Um, actually, like but I have the, the phone. Well, yeah, I know. Uh, to be honest, I would love to have a Pixel. Like, I would love to properly explore the the Google ecosystem. Like, for real. I don't predict in any way. I don't think I would be able to, you know, make the jump move completely. Even like. I don't, I don't like this, but, um, you know, these tech companies, they are building these ecosystems and they are locking you down. Um, like, I've been buying a shit ton of movies in iTunes. What happens if I decide to go to Android and to, like, have a Chromecast or whatever? Uh, I'm going to lose all that. You know, I'm... And the, it's the same the other way around. Like, I don't like that. But with that said, like, I'm really curious about Android and the whole experience. I would love to have a Pixel. I'm not prepared to, you know, spend... The whatever, like seven hundred or eight hundred dollars it costs, but I would love to try one. Um, this phone looks really good. Uh, like it would be perfect if it was released last year. So I feel like <laughs> now they're already a bit outdated, a little bit. <laughs> um, but it, I mean, it, it is solid. It's it's a good phone. I'm more interested in into the line of speakers because they yeah, look amazing. Dude. They look so good. The Google Home Mini thing, they're $49. The Home Mini and the Home Max also looks awesome. Like, I would have this mm-hmm. in my home. Like, buy no it. question. You can buy it. Buy yeah. a Home Mini for $49, and you're going to have, like, you know, uh, a but Google But the question is, why, assistant. though? Like, I barely ever use Siri in the first place oh yeah because siri sucks and you know it's Which, not omnipresent like it's not in your home you can just shout it shout a command uh, i i strongly suggest you to take a look at the mkbhd review of the home mini yeah. um like the review itself like the tech review of the hardware device there's not much to it it, it has a single speaker it's not as loud uh, and it doesn't have like the uh, 360 sound whatever Omnidirectional right. or whatever, um, but you know it, it works pretty well. Like in the the examples that he shows off in a video, you know things that you can ask and shout, and they're they're cool. Like I would love to have one of those in my apartment. So, well, if you can, um, and you can, I, like I give it a shot. Honestly, like we'll see when it's out in my country, but I don't think I'm gonna get an, uh, a HomePod either. Like, I just don't feel like I hmm. need those devices. I have, like, I have Siri on my watch. Like, it's oh. totally fine. No, I am so excited about a HomePod that I can't buy. Really? Uh, <laughs> when it comes out. Because I, I, I have, like, basically I have a, ho- uh, like, home theater set up on my TV that I can just, like, airplay to at any point. It's not the same. Like, I'm re- I really so, want to have, like, a, an Alexa type of thing, an Echo. So I can't have Alexa um the echo here because amazon doesn't exist outside of us basically <laughs> uh then i can't have the google thing because i can't really buy it in like i guess i could buy it when i go to the us but i don't have retail space so it have it's weird i mm-hmm. i guess i could find a way to make it work here um but and, and apple's thing is not uh, i don't know when it's coming out here in portugal as well and like a home pod i think it's big enough that you can't just like buy one an apple store and put it in your <laughs> and you know, smuggle it big across the border. So, but I'm really, I'm really excited. Especially the thing that made me like go the extra mile and like now I'm really into is when I start um, having all these smart light bulbs and, and home kit stuff. Um, I am constantly shouting stuff to Siri, um, and right now I do it just on my phone like if i do shout right now hey dingus my phone is here in my desk like it, it will trigger it's okay good enough uh my watch is super slow um still oh, my watch um, is so fast yeah shut up <laughs> so anyway uh, hey, Siri, one last one last lights. thought Ugh, show off oh your okay, series speaks to you there you go 
<laughs> so both my watch and my phone triggered. But other than that, hey, your, your lights didn't go off. Well, I don't have smart lights in my in my bedroom <laughs> yet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, one last thought on the hardware uh, line. I miss this uh, when Apple had such a clean lineup. Like right now, if you want to get into the Google ecosystem, you have one laptop. You know, pick one of the two sizes 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 of phone, uh, and have the thing. Like it's so simple; you can count, you know, on your, with your hand the number of devices. And right now, like my mom is looking for a laptop, dude. It's so hard to just tell her to buy. I don't know which model. You know, it's like don't buy the MacBook because it's not powerful. And, you know, my mom buys the laptop like every computer like every eight years or whatever so i can't possibly recommend my mom to buy a macbook and the macbook pro is like way overkill and it's like pretty expensive uh, for someone you know who doesn't really care about technology and just kind of needs a computer to you know do school things she's a teacher um and i can't possibly uh, you know tell her to buy a macbook air because that's old like that's not that non-retina screen is just shouldn't awful. exist <laughs> so it was really hard i still don't know i i eventually told her to buy a macbook pro 13 inch with yeah mm, no know, touch, not bar. With touch bar yeah but still it's like 1500 euros that's that's super expensive mm-hmm. anyway I'm, i i miss this simplicity like i i like where google is going i feel like they still have some catching up to do um but i'm looking forward to it All right, uh, moving on uh, quickly. Uh, Today, Sketch released uh, Sketch 47. We talked about it uh, when it was in beta. Uh, It comes with, you know, brings libraries. I think that's what they call it. You know, having the library, like the symbols outside in the library files. Uh, Great uh, abstract, which is something that I rely on, uh, already announced and released uh, an update that supports libraries. If If you use abstract, you know, you can use it with the new Sketch update. Now, this is uh, update 47, and we, I talked about this before. I'm still on 45.2 because I've been having bugs, and every time I try to update, you know, the bugs just prevent me to it uh, to, to continue to work, so I have to roll back. Anyway, I am really interested in kind of like I am really invested in like cleaning up the whole file because right now I have one single file for the whole app, and that's like 100 megs worth of data whatever it's kind of a big file and you can feel it and have a shit ton of pages uh like it's a huge file so i'm really looking forward to breaking it apart creating a couple libraries that we could reuse and share with other projects not just the app um i'm really looking forward to that i am really looking forward to being able to you know shave off the file and maybe split into like three files um really looking forward to that but like the i am curious and i would I just want to ask listeners uh, for some advice or some, you know, if you've been through this, just tell me how did it go for you, which is the the migration to have this new library file. So apparently you can't just, you know, click a button and say, yes, my symbols page or all the symbols that I have, put it in a new library file. Like for, I haven't tried this yet, but for, for what I gather, you have to basically like copy and paste, like move the symbols to this new library file and then connect the library file to your main file and then replace every instance of the symbols with the new updated whatever. Like this feels like a pain, especially if you have an existing project, uh, a large project with a lot of symbols and nested symbols. Like I am dreading to <laughs> to go through this change. Um so I've heard that you haven't tried it yet. Um, nope. But uh, like I'm really, I'm really curious to see how it goes for for a lot of people. I know listener Mac uh, has been like has made the move to to use the still in beta, I believe. Um, but I am not sure if it was like starting a new project or like moving an existing project. Anyway, I'm really curious to see how the migration goes and what needs to be done. And because I'm predicting pain. <laughs> yeah oh. um we'll see no thoughts <laughs> i have zero yeah. thoughts on this <laughs> zero thoughts uh no one got that far nope recommendations or the dessert i guess all right <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm still I'm still not sure about this. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Maybe it'll grow on me, but uh, yeah, I'm not convinced. Uh, all right, so tell us our recommendation. Okay, my recommendation is uh, font typeface, whatever you want to call it. It's called InterUI, <laughs> previously known as Interface Typeface, um, and it is an open sourced um, typeface especially designed for user interfaces that's like in screens that's what it was made for this was designed and built by rasmus anderson he if you don't do not know rasmus he is currently at figma he previously was at spotify and facebook and a bunch of other places i believe dropbox maybe i don't know um he's awesome i met him uh when i was uh last time i was in francisco this is an amazing piece of work um and uh they they're already like they shipped version two which a bunch of new improvements and refinements on the typeface. It's pretty like for the for the time it took him to, you know, he shipped it like less than a month ago, I believe. So the speed at, at, that Rasmus is is working on this is amazing. Um, I I know that they are going to use this uh, in Figma uh, shortly. Uh, so this is going to be Figma's, uh, you know, uh, typeface UI font. And um, just recently, I am going to, like, I've been designing this speaker deck for my talk. And even though, like, this is not really a typeface designed for, like, slides and being projected on a wall, um, it was the only, like, excuse or, like, reason for me to try a new font. So I was like, yeah, now I have a reason. Uh, so I did, I played with it. And um, it's pretty solid UI, like, especially at smaller um, sizes it performs really well which is usually where you know some fonts start breaking uh, apart when you start like putting like you know a, a nine point font uh, font size it, it starts you know so anyway this font was designed for that so uh, it's a pretty solid font and again it's open source so um, I'm going to put a link, a link in the show notes for the github page you can just download the zip and it has all the OTF files you can install locally you can use it your project whatever it's free it's open source it's a great typeface check it out cool looks good mm -hmm. what's yours all right my recommendation this week is blade runner 2049 no spoilers i saw it this weekend um, please don't spoil it and the, the spoiler at the end is that <laughs> <laughs> And Bruce know. Willis was dead the whole time. Yes. There, I said it. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, it's... This is a good movie, in my opinion. Um, but it's it's definitely not a perfect movie. Hmm. Uh, so I would recommend it. If you do plan on watching it, please watch the first one first. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you watched it like 20 years ago, maybe you want to watch it again just to refresh your memory. Um, it's yeah I feel like it's kind of a a different kind of movie that doesn't really get made anymore um, <laughs> it has lots of interesting things and it's the kind of movie that you can discuss forever <laughs> um, I'm ready to just so I'm not I'm not gonna take my headphones out I'm not gonna okay, okay, um, so yeah I'd say Listen to it, and maybe Rafa and I might talk about it uh, after uh, after you after you watch it, Rafa, on the show. Um, mm. uh, to be honest, I have no plans. Like I don't, I really want to watch it. I don't know when I'm going to do that. I hope we'll I'll still catch it when it's still in theaters. Um, I have a question for you. Uh -huh. Did you enjoy the original? You know, the Blade Runner. Yes. Apart apart from finding the the scene where i forget the, the names of the characters but um uh, basically they're like the woman gets effectively raped <laughs> uh mm. and they like pass this for a love scene um so i like i liked everything but that so here's i've watched blade runner the original one probably like three times by now um First time I watched it, I was like, oh, this is, you know, you're, you're going to get nerd cred, and this is a, you know, classic. 
watch it. And they're like, okay, I need to watch this. And I did, and I hated it. I was bored out of my mind. It was terrible. To be honest, I, I don't, before people you know write in, I don't know which version I watched in any of the times that I've, like, I don't know. I, I didn't keep track. Um, and I know, like, I watched it a couple times after that. And Okay, uh, like, well, I, one question to f- help figure that out is, mm-hmm. did, they, did they clearly hint that he's a replicant? Um... I don't know. Like last time I watched it, it was probably like four years ago. Okay. I know that by the end, I was like, "Yeah, I think he's a replicant." Um, yeah. So anyway, I really want to watch this because I like, like I said, I, the the consequence, like the second and third time I watched the movie, I liked it more. And right now, like when I think back, I was like, "That was a cool story," um, even though I still think the, the movie is kind of boring. Um, but, hmm. but like, if, hmm. if you hated the first one, you're going to hate this one too. I didn't hate it. Okay. You know, I just, but just throwing like, that out there. Like it's very much in the same genre. Here's the thing. Like 2001 space odyssey is one of my favorite movies ever. I still think it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another one, alien, the original one. Uh, one of my favorite movies ever. I think it's a masterpiece. Kind of boring. <laughs> like, the pacing is just so different from yeah. that time, yeah. you know? And, uh, it doesn't and hold up well. like, at uh, two hours, 45 minutes, uh, this is a very slow movie as well. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, with that said, I already bought the Final Cut um, version, which apparently, like, it's what people, you know, the yeah. consensus is that it's the best version. Uh, I bought it on iTunes. It's only 10 bucks. Which uh, I was expecting them to bump the prices because of the new, the, the sequel, <laughs> but uh, apparently not. So it's at ten bucks, so I have it there, uh, sitting nice. and waiting. I'll probably watch it in the plane right. or something. Also, uh, if you watch, yeah. if you watch it, um, the the new version that just came out, the twenty forty nine. I'll put a link in the show note. Uh, uh, Joshua Topolsky of the Outline, previously The Verge. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh recorded a whole podcast about like his thoughts on Blade Runner. Uh he's a lot more negative about it than I would be. Uh but he's I thought he's pretty negative about huh? A lot of things. He's a pretty negative person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um but it was still an interesting kind of review and impressions video. Interesting. Uh so it's on YouTube and you can go and watch it. Was that. it was Adrian Jeffries in that? Maybe. There's there's another guest. But I had no idea who this um, person is. Um, back when Westworld was airing, uh, the outline also had like a weekly, like after the episode came out, like a off the cuff first impressions uh, thing, and it was pretty good. I really enjoyed. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't see it um, in the description, but there's another person with him, <laughs> so assuming <laughs> it might be the same. Uh, okay, that's a solid recommendation. I can't wait to to get my eyes on this movie <laughs> um and okay with that uh we reached the end of the show um last disclaimer last announcement last uh, warning if you are listening to this the day it comes out so thursday um i'm speaking today uh at algolia search party ooh. in paris ooh i'm gonna be what talking, are you talking about, about uh i'm talking about static websites and the Jamstack. um it's a it's a an interesting. Do you know to- anything like, about topic. that? Um, yeah, I do. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I know enough. Uh, you know, I've been working on this place for a while now. Um, so you know, uh, it's gonna be interesting. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm super nervous because I'm not talking about design or like about myself or like something that I'm super comfortable with. So I'm kind of in the nerve. Um, You'll do great. Back. Yeah, I'll do great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, if you're in Paris, um, uh, the, the the event is free, you know. Uh, so uh, I'm also going to be in Paris up until Saturday, I believe. So if you're around, you want to have coffee or something, hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Rafahari on Twitter. And um, if you want to continue the discussion of this show or this episode or just listen to, the best place to do that uh, is at spectrum.chat slash specfm slash layout. We have a thread there. Thread? Thread? Yeah. Uh, what do you call it? Post? Thread? Something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> about this episode. <laughs> Comment there. Uh, that's where all the cool kids hang out. Um, 
also i want to give shout outs for you know to listeners that posted uh, in last episode like last week they they jumped in in the the, the, the discussion in spec so i want to give a shout out to michael mccombie uh kevin gutowski hi kevin um <laughs> abhijit uh, S, I'm so sorry at the presentation. I'm Oof. doing my best. And uh, Judah Gutman and Danny Pro. Okay, those are the people that I that I, I I hope I didn't forget anyone. But those are the people I saw in Spectrum and chime in and they said that yeah. they enjoyed the show. Thank you so much for listening. And thanks for your nice comments on like the website and new format. Really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And lastly, you can follow us on Twitter. We are at layoutfm. Uh, you can find find. You can find our own individual um, Twitter things in the description, the info, the bio, whatever it's called. And uh, yeah, you can find the show notes at layout.fm. That's where you can find all the other episodes and all the links and all the things and the sponsor if you're interested to sponsor. If you have a thing that you want to, you know, let our audience know about, uh, that's also a good place for you to do that. And uh, hey, check out uh, Kevin's new design. The website looks new, looks different, looks improved, looks good. So give it a shot, layout.fm. And uh, lastly, this show is part of SpecFM Network. That is a network full of wonderful people and wonderful uh, podcasts and resources. So if you're looking for another show to listen to, um, give it a try at spec.fm. Boom. I think that's it. Buddy, I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.